Changing minds one thought at a time Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the final Changing Minds Online show of 2014. Good evening, Akina. How are you doing today? Good evening, Jessica. I am great. How about yourself? I am doing awesome, and I am so excited for not only our call tonight, but what we have in store for the next few days for us personally, but also for 2015. Tonight's show we are looking back at the year 2014, and it was a pretty awesome year. Um, wouldn't you concur, Akina? Oh, yes, yes. It's been a great ride. Since April, we have uh, had many, many different guests on the show that have really enhanced the lives of the listeners as well as ourselves, and we're just super excited to go over the last shows of 2014. Yeah, absolutely. You know, some of you may know, and if you've listened to our call before or if, you know, this is your first time calling in, Akina and I originally met on a Facebook fan page Friday party. This was back in last March or April. And we wanted to collaborate on some sort of project. You know, we saw each other's websites, and we knew, you know, from the very first time we spoke that we both had a vision in the world that included to women, you know, to be inspired and be empowered. And we knew that, you know, we had something to do together, and we had no idea that it would turn into what is now Changing Minds Online, a, you know, this amazing company that we both have the privilege and honor to really be part of and to, and to be able to develop. But, you know, we, we still have not yet met in person, and we keep talking about on our shows how it's possible to, you know, what technology allows women to do to start a business or anyone to do to start a business and, you know, bring people together from around the world. But we are excited to actually announce on the show that we will be spending New Year's Eve together in Times Square watching the ball fall. Akina, aren't you excited about that? You know I am. This is one of my big dreams, and I'm so excited to spend the big dream with you, Jessica. Absolutely. Now, as a New Yorker, I will will admit one of my big dreams is probably not to spend you know, New Year's Eve in Times Square, I think everyone, uh, all my New Yorkers would, who are listening in tonight would, would understand where I'm coming from. But I am so excited to spend it with you. And we are going to post tons of pictures and look out on our Facebook feed. We'll be posting all about it. I am, I am excited about it. It's, I've actually never seen the ball fall live. I've been living in, in New York for about 10 years now, and I never had the courage to really just go and actually see it fall. You know, you see all those throngs of people. But, you know, that's what's great about being an entrepreneur is it just allows you to do so many things that you wouldn't have done before. I mean, you know, Tina and I are going to have our own little table and we'll post pictures and take you guys with us and we'll be able to watch the ball fall right from where we're eating dinner. So it's going to be a great time. And, you know, what we really want for everyone who in 2015, as we're starting 2015, to understand that this is the year that you really can make a difference in your life. You know, last year, the ability, you know, I would not have had the ability to be able to do what I'm doing this year. And as an entrepreneur, you know, in today's day, age, and society, you know, you, in order to live the life you want to live, it is about creating your life. And it is about taking your life into your own hands and just knowing that, being an entrepreneur, having multiple revenues of income, multiple streams of income, multiple revenues, you know, owning businesses, doing 
different projects like the books or any sort of those things that we've been putting out, it allows you to really take your life and enhance your life. And that's what we want to be for women. We want to be a stand for you guys and let you know that anything is possible. And, you know, looking back at where we were a year from now, where I was not yet an owner, I didn't own a company, you know, and I was a professional network marketer, so I did own a company in that sense, but I didn't own my own business, my own corporation in Akina the same way that anything is possible. So tonight we're going to look back at some of the highlights of some of the things that we've learned and we've talked about on the show. You know, throughout the year, Akina and I have taken you with us on our journey of transformation. You know, Akina and I will always be on a journey of transformation. I'm doing a leadership course now. I'm already planning for the next thing I'm going to do when this one ends. And it's something that I know is going to be lifelong because, and really, if we're not growing, then we're dying. I mean, that's it. To me, it's like you grow until you do, you can't grow anymore and you go back, you know, return to the Father. But, you know, for me, and when we started this off, you know, we, we, we took you with us. And we, everything we were learning, everything we were experiencing, you know, we had you on our journey. And now we want to look back and maybe from a more mature perspective and from the work we've done today and from our journey of meeting and talking on Facebook to actually being published authors together. Akina, three times published author this year, myself, a twice published author this year, how we did it and how you can do that next year. So, Akina, our, actually our second, our, our second show we ever did, which was the, still the most highly downloaded show, actually almost double the next show with the uh, most downloads, The Power of Purpose. This is our listeners' favorite topic. I think it's because it's our favorite topic. We get so passionate about this. Akina, the power of purpose. I mean, what would our lives be like? I mean, our lives wouldn't be close to what our lives are today if we hadn't found out what the power of purpose really is. I mean, Akina, in your words, you know, for our listeners one more time, what is the power of purpose? Wow, you know, I always think the power of purpose is when you can't see yourself doing anything else, that's when you have found your purpose. And the power of purpose is when you are living and breathing and doing your true gift to the world and sharing it with the world. Yeah, I mean, for me, when you find your purpose in life, you know it. It's like the day that everything changes. You know, if we go through life and we're constantly trying to look and discover, like, why am I here? Why was I born? You know, you look at all the times from the ancient kind of Greek philosophers and even predating that, and, you know, you look at today, like, that's the age-old question is, why am I here? And, you know, it's like that philosophical question. It's like, why are we here? You know, why were we created? And then there's that very personal kind of, what is my purpose on earth? Like, what is God's plan for my life? And, you know, what Akina and I have really learned is that you get to decide what that purpose is. And that's something that's so amazing. Like, what are you really passionate about? And, you know, a question that I was asked earlier in the year by someone who I did some work with was, just what excites you? 
Like what really, really excites you? Like what keeps you up at night, gets you out of bed in the morning? What are you thinking about nonstop? Like what really excites you? Like close your eyes. Imagine a world that you just get to live in your absolute favorite thing. I mean, if you could just close your eyes, be anywhere, have anything, do anything, what would it be? That's your purpose. And then it's like taking it a step further. And it's not only like, well, what do you want? your life to look like, but what does the world look like that enables you to have that life? Because, like, in my purpose, everyone gets to be part of it. Like, I'm included in my purpose, but I'm creating a world where everyone gets my ideal life. And my purpose is that all women are inspired and empowered to create the life of their dreams by finding and living into their purpose. So, I mean, purpose is so important to me. It's, like, actually right in my vision. My purpose is for women to find their purpose. But when you find and you live into your purpose, you just become this powerful creator. I think it's one of the closest ways we have to become to God because we get this ability to really just receive anything and to give anything and to be part of everything. I mean, you literally get to create. I mean, the same way where God spoke mountains into existence, you get to speak your life into existence. And it's so wonderful and it's so powerful and it is such an exciting, exciting thing. And, like, seriously, find your purpose. If you haven't found your purpose, go listen to that show. It's our most highly downloaded show, The Power of Purpose. We have done two other shows about purpose this year. Listen to all three of them. And, you know, if there's anything that you want to do before the ball falls at midnight tonight, we're going to give you Eastern Standard Time because we are both going to be at Eastern Standard Time. Please find your purpose by 11.59 p.m., 59 seconds at Eastern Standard Time. And when you drink that champagne or whatever it is you're going to be toasting to this year, you know, I want you to raise that glass and say, this year I am creating my purpose. So, you know, we're actually going to go backwards now. We're going to rewind from our second show back to our first show. Self-motivation was our very first topic this year. And it's amazing that, you know, one of our, you know, and, you know, you could look back at it and say that, you know, these shows have been around the longest on self-motivation and purpose, but they really have still been just downloaded at a much higher rate than any of our other shows. And you know that when you find that purpose, it is time to get motivated. Akina, you have a book about motivation coming out soon. You know, so why don't you talk to us tonight on why and how and we can get motivated once we've found our purpose to create the life of our dreams in 2015. Oh, once we decide that we have found that purpose, we're ready to live in it, we're ready to really focus in it, and we're ready to give it all that we have. We then become motivated. Okay, we the most important motivation, of course, is self-motivation because that is what is going to fuel your fire to move in your purpose. And when people are knocking you down, when people are telling you that you're not uh, worthy, when people are telling you that you can't do it, you have to pull from within and hit that self-motivation button so you can get rid of all the naysaying and the naysayers and keep going in your purpose because what is for you is for you. And other people may not believe it. They may not see it. They not, may not understand it, but it's not for them to understand. It's only for you to understand because that is your purpose in life. That is your path. That is where you're supposed to go. They may not be here for you. They may not be here to ride your journey. They just may be a stepping stone or a stopping point for you in the journey. 
to learn something and then move on. But that is where your self-motivation comes in. You cannot stop when someone tells you you can't do it. You cannot stop when somebody tells you that that's not for you. You cannot stop when somebody says that that's not what you are meant to do because they are not you. They are not on your plan. They are not doing what you are supposed to be doing. And you cannot hear that. You cannot listen to that because you already know what your purpose is and where your purpose lies. So that is the importance of self-motivation. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can rely on, I mean, to an extent, you can have motivation that doesn't really come from yourself, right? We all have these extrinsic extrinsic things that motivate us, these things we go to, maybe people, maybe doing something, maybe some sort of achievement. But really, when when it really hits the fan, and let me tell you, it will hit the fan, I mean, it is, this is not easy. That's when you really rely on what that internal strength inside of you is. That's where motivation, self-motivation becomes really, really important. Like Akina and I can tell you that, you know, being an entrepreneur, taking that stand for yourself and saying, my life is going to be different, I, I, there's a better way. I mean, and that's what it means. Like, obviously, if you're on this call tonight, you've already decided there is a better way than getting up and going to work from what? It started off 9 to 5, now it's, what, like 8 to 7? And every year it seems like you're making less and less and inflation is higher and it's just not working. And you have debt and you have all these problems and there seems like no way out, but there is a way out. But the way out is not to continue doing the same thing over and over. There's a better way, and that is entrepreneurship. And we live in a time and we live in a society that it has never, ever been easier. You know, whatever people, people who are, like Akina said, who don't believe, they may tell you, well, you know what, you're not doing the right thing. And this is not the times of, like, Andrew Carnegie. I'm here to tell you that they're wrong. There has never been a better time. Look at this. Akina and I have not yet met. This is the last time we'll be able to say this on the call. But we've started a podcast together with, and we're going to kind of put it out there, you know, with a minimal investment, we've started a podcast. We have published books. You can do it. The Internet technology allows anyone to do it. You know, I believe in the industry of network marketing. That industry has changed my life. You know, I want to be an ambassador for the industry is a term I've heard people say before. I want, you know, you to understand that you can do anything that you want to do. It's just about deciding that there is a better way. But it will be tough. It will get hard, and it will not always be easy. And there is a sacrifice in the beginning. You know, it does take time in the beginning. You know, there's things that I used to be able to do that I no longer can because I've decided to make my life look different. And, yeah, so, you know, I don't go to the bars as much as I used to. And happy hour is, you know, I'm a little bit happier when I have happy hour because it comes a little less often, but that's okay. You know, because the, the, the quote that everyone has said before, all the entrepreneurs, in the motto that we have, that we live our life by is what we're willing to do now that others won't, so we can do later what others can't. There's a better way, but it's going to get tough. It's going to get hard. You'll probably throw things. I've thrown things. I threw a wine glass once at my wall. I threw a wine glass. I mean, it happened. It's okay. It's frustrating. It's hard, and that's where the motivation becomes really, really important. But you know what? It's really worth it. It's really worth it because last year, you know, the idea of going to be able to go to Times Square, you know, was a dream. 
It was a dream for me living in New York. It was a dream for Kina living in Alabama. But now we have the ability to, with, really with our company, to purchase tickets to be in a VIP lounge with access to watching the ball and to be able to fly across the country to spend New Year's Eve where you want. And, you know, it's cold in New York, and I've made a commitment to do marathons once a, once a quarter and, once, you know, a half marathon once a month. And I'm get to fly to California in a couple of weeks and run my marathon. I could have never done that before. And that's why it's worth it, and there is a better way. There is a different way. So, you know, we talk about, like, well, what do you need to do to make that happen? And one of the things that I firmly believe in, I know, Akina, you firmly believe in, is that if you really want to be that person who's going to really make all these things happen, and if you want to be that person who gets that better way, who really gets it done, who is in that top 1% or the top 1% of the 1%, you know, you need to be healthy. And that's the bottom line is that you need to respect your body. You know, Jim Rohn says, you know, respect your body or treat your body well. It's the only place you have to live. But as a Christian, I believe even, you know, that the, our bodies are a gift from God. You know, our, he dwells in us. You know, he, uh, the spirit dwells in our bodies. Like our bodies are a gift and we must cherish it. We must, we must take care of it. And don't expect. If you think you're going to be an entrepreneur and you think you're going to be eating crap, it's not going to work. You know, if you think you're going to be addicted to soda or coffee or drugs or alcohol and you think that, you know, you're going to wake up and have, you know, every morning two, three cups of coffee with milk and sugar to get yourself awake in the morning and then at night you're going to have two, three glasses of wine to get yourself to sleep, it's not going to work because entrepreneurs, we start our day early and we end our day later and we, we need to be at our game all the time. You know, what, you don't know what it's going to cost you if you're not feeling well. If you don't have the energy, what opportunities you're going to miss, there's no way to know. And who would you have not been able to speak to or who would you have been able to speak to if you were feeling better? And it's really about having a healthy body image and a healthy lifestyle, you know, living into that ideal body. Akina and I both made tremendous strides in our personal, like, health this year and really in our bodies knowing that if we're going to create an ideal life, we need to live in our ideal bodies. You know, it doesn't, it's kind of like, you know, that lightness and darkness, you can't, they can't coexist. You can't expect to, to really kind of be the best for the world. And notice I said for the world, not in the world, because our goal should never be the best to be the best in the world. It's the best for the world. But we need to have, live in the best bodies that we possibly can. It means giving up stuff that we might have used to, to enjoy that are not serving us, they're not good for us. But you know what? You're going to feel so much better. Akina, I know this year you you gave up, you know, and previously you were addicted to, to soda, and you gave that up, right? And how much better do you feel? You know, how much more energy do you feel? How many naps are you not needing your, to take that you're able to do, you know, more amazing things to get three books published? You know, what role has changing your health played in your life? Oh, I mean, just the sheer fact that I can move without without feeling any pain and breathing deeply without having to worry about if this is going to crack or whatever. <laughs> but it has definitely, definitely changed my life, you know. I decided that I just couldn't live that way anymore. And I had a few little little health issues that if I didn't, change my life could become big ones 
and I decided that, that that wasn't the route that I was going to take. So I was going to conquer them now while they were still small, and that's what I did. But it was definitely yeah. empowering to know that I could really get rid of those small things just by some exercise and changing my food habits. That was very empowering because, you know, we just think that, all oh, this little bit is not going to help. If you walk down the street, it's not going to help. But every little bit comes together, and it makes a world of difference. Yeah, I love how you phrased that, Akina. You said that it empowered you. And, you know, obviously not every single person in this call tonight is an entrepreneur, and, and that's okay. But you're a woman who, I mean, this is right, this, this particular call is not part of our Empowering, Empowering Women series, but our podcast, we are known for empowering women. It's what we stand for. It's the mission of our company. And, you know, we want you to be empowered, and being empowered means feeling your best. You know, in my full-time job, and I, and I do still have a full-time job, you know, I work as a behavior analyst. I teach children with autism how to speak, essentially, kind of in layman's terms. And, you know, what that requires is that our students feel their best. So whenever, you know, parents come to us with a, ch- a child who maybe was recently diagnosed with a, with a disorder, maybe with autism, the first thing we ask the parents is like, well, what, you know, biomedical interventions are you using? Have you gone to a nutritionist? Have you looked at your child's diet? Because if we are going to be able to really help your child, they need to show up at their best. And that's kind of what this really comes down to. It's that same conversation, whether it is that you want, there's a goal you have. Like for me, it was a goal to run a marathon. And, and I did. I ran, I think, five half marathons and, and two, uh, one marathon this year. I, I will run a marathon next year. It was my nearest resolution to run. I had never run before. I think I've said them on the podcast before, but if I haven't, you know, last year, in 2000, I said in 2014 I was going to be a runner, and now I'm a runner. I'm flying across the country in, in two weeks to run another marathon. My friends think I'm nuts because I ran a marathon last month, and for me it doesn't even seem out of the ordinary. Well, it's because I feel my best. So whether it may not be that, you know, you want to be able to wake up at 5 and get on that call and get those emails done in that extra hour of putting in time to make more money, maybe it's just that there's something you want to do, a relationship. You know, you want to be the best possible mother to your children, the best possible spouse, you know, to your husband or wife, not to judge, whatever it is you choose. So, you know, it's a really just about feeling and being your best at all the time. And, you know, if you're not doing it for someone else and you're not doing it, like, for your business, just know you're worth it. Like, you're enough. You alone deserve to feel your best with, like, no, for nothing else. Just do it for you because you really, truly deserve it. So, you know, we've talked now about the power of purpose, you know, being motivated, living in your healthy body image, and now we're going to talk about a topic that Akina and I both really kind of need to take time for, you know, as an entrepreneur, we've already said you're always busy, you're always running around, you're always doing things, and that's taking time for silence, taking time for quiet. Now, this is something that is not necessarily easy for people like us who, you know, want to have everything and maybe feel like they need to do everything to have everything, which we don't, but that's a whole other topic. But, you know, we're constantly going. We're constantly moving. We get up early. We go to bed late. And a lot of times, you know, people like us who really want to make a big difference, 
we do it at the sacrifice of ourselves. We don't take care of ourselves. We don't take time for ourselves. We don't take time to meditate. We don't take time to pray. And that's not good either. You know, you cannot constantly be in motion. Our bodies need to rest. We need to rest our mind. We need to rest our spirit. We need to rest our bodies physically. But really it's about that renewing of the mind. And, you know, it's really about taking care of yourself. Now, Akina and I both meditate. And, you know, I'm going to be completely open, whereas I might actually say this is something I'm really committed to every day. It is not easy for me. You know, there's a lot of days where I'll wake up and the first thing I want to do instinctively is check my Facebook, check my email, and I'm sure you can relate. You know, I I've now I don't keep my phone next to my bed anymore. Or sometimes I still do because I, I the temptation's there, but I make it try to make it a point to move my bed my phone away from my bed, so I can't just grab it in the morning and check Facebook. But it's about taking time for silence, meditating, praying, relaxing, whatever it is that you do. It could be a sport like running, taking time for yourself. Now, Akina, I know that. This is, um, you know, this is something that can be challenging for you. And I want to ask you to speak to our listeners about this topic because I know it's something that, like I said, we're both working on. Um, I know Kikina is one of the absolute most hardworking women I've ever met in my entire life. Without her, you know, you a lot of you who are listening to this or downloading this would not be because she is just absolutely willing to put in so much time and energy and effort, and she's so great at getting so much done. I, I never even know how she gets everything done that she does. But um, I know Tina, taking time for silence with a person of, of your magnitude can be difficult, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I naturally go. I mean, as a child, I was told that I could not be idle. There was no need for that. So I was constantly told that I need to be moving. Uh, my mother still reminds me to this day that she, uh, I spent one summer in front of the TV and she said that would never happen again. And it didn't. <laughs> so I definitely was not raised in, in an environment to where I was going to have idle hands or idle minds. So now living in silence, preparing for that. The meditation was hard at first because me sitting for two minutes doing absolutely nothing is probably the hardest two minutes that, (laughs) but I had to start with two minutes and now I can go, you know, up to 30 minutes. And, but during that time, I've learned that if I find a central focus or, um, or just one thing that I can be thinking about that helps me go through the time, and really unravel that issue and say I decide that I focus on this one particular issue that had been plaguing, and I unravel it during that 30 minutes, just unravel it in my mind. And by the time the 30 minutes is over, I have uh, usually solved a little problem, and I feel clearer because I don't have that burden on me anymore. So I've learned that if I make my meditation productive and positive in that way, then it lasts longer, I'm clearer, and my focus gets stronger. Yeah, absolutely. It's really, you do really need that, like like you said, it strengthens your mind. 
I mean, it is going to be hard. And like I said earlier, you know, yeah, we're glass. I mean, there's times where it's going to get tough. And in those tough times, you know, you really are going to rely and start to really crave that time where you just quiet yourself down. And let's not forget that, you know, a lot of preheating your life really comes from visualizing what you want it to look like and manifesting it. And a lot of that is really through meditation. Now, we only have one or two more minutes left in this call. And kind of the last main thing we talked about of the big five topics we talked about this year was manifestation. And, you know, we're going to do a lot more about manifestation in 2015. We have an entire webinar, which are, are, will be our first webinar, and look out for info on that. That will be coming very, very soon, um, on which really is about manifesting your New Year's resolutions this year, the same way I did and said I wanted to be a runner last year. You know, I'm going to teach you um, how to, to make sure that whatever resolutions you have set, that you're able to manifest them. And Akina as well, we we both had, um, you know, things we wanted to do and, and just really kind of making it happen from nothing. But all, you know, we're going to kind of say on that is that you absolutely do have the ability to create anything that you want, and that's really what it's about. And as you go, like I said, into 2015, find your purpose, kind of hang on to your seats, because we are going for a ride this year. Akina and I, I mean, we are committed to as, as unrecognizable as our lives are today to where they were in 2013 at this time. You know, next year we're just going to be even more and more unrecognizable. We are on a journey. We are changing our minds. We're changing our lives, and we want you to come with us. So, you know, I'm going to kind of end my part of the call tonight on that. We love you. Thank you so much for, you know, listening to us, joining us on our journey. We are so just blessed and honored to be part of this with you. We love you guys. Happy holidays, you know, happy new year. And Akina, whatever you want to add, I'm actually going to close my portion tonight. Well, thank you to everyone who has listened to the calls over the 2014. Thank you so much to all of our guests that have been on the show. Thank you for the guests that are coming. We have wonderful, wonderful guests coming as well. And as we enter into 2015, remember, 2014 was the year of preparation. 2015 is the year of execution. So if you are ready to rise or ride with Change Your Minds Online, as we execute, you will execute as well. Come and join us in the year of the execution. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. We love you. We adore you. And Happy New Year, and welcome to the year of execution. Good night, everyone. Good night, guys.